Welcome to the swamp, everybody. Casey and Todd here. It's a Lunar New Year. If you celebrate those things, it's Abe Lincoln's birthday. It's game day for the Kaufman Lions. And I think it's still cold out there, Dad. What do you say? Let me tell you, the traffic is slipping and the slide not bad on Highland Drive. I just saw a couple of squirrels run across there as I looked out the window as they let the garbage truck go by. So that's always an exciting day for them. Hey, it is a little cooler. Again, somebody will tell you the temperature. Whatever. But it's kind of how the body works during the cold. I used to talk about this a little bit in the old health classes. When you enter a cold environment, your body redistributes blood to the torso protecting and maintaining the warmth of the vital organs there. At the same time, your body constricts blood flow to the skin. You don't need as much out to your arms and legs as you much to keep your body warm. So that's kind of how that works. And another thing that helps that is our, our food. Our body breaks down the food and it gets the blood going. Of course, that's our lifeline is our blood. That's our oral like this to a car, we gotta have the blood. So it's National No One Eats Alone Day, and that means every student in every lunchroom across the country will be eating with someone else. And when I was reading up on this, I thought it was kind of funny because it tells them not to be nervous, they can do it, and they even have some conversation starters to help kids that maybe don't normally talk to each other. It's like, start with a joke, offer a compliment, Find something in common. Well, if you were able to do all those things, you'd probably already be sitting together. <laughs> but anyway, uh, ask for an opinion about an assignment or just a cheat sheet. Uh, mention a movie you saw this weekend. I don't even know if the theaters are open. Uh, talk about the menu, especially your favorite foods. The menu at a school cafeteria. Yeah, that's really going to get my conversation going. And then it says bring a card game to play. Thought we weren't supposed to have games in school. Thought it was about learning. Hey, things sure have changed since I was there. It's also National Plum Pudding Day, so who stuck their thumb in a plum pudding or something? Anyway, go get you one. I call the plums a bit frozen this morning, but that's here or there, I guess. Which brings me to the word of the day. Focus. The center of interest or activity. Tony Robbins said, your life is controlled by what you focus on. I got you that. Ever since January of 2009, January 15th, I always brought this into my classes about focus, how people got to focus on what they're doing at the time. Well, 2009, January 15th, it's when the uh, airplane took off up in New York and it got into a bunch of geese and it land, landed the engines uh, burn up and the plane was ascending at the time and it didn't, wasn't up too high when it happened all those geese have been known to be flying four and a half, five miles up but the pilot Chelsea Sullenberger from Denison, Texas known as Sully and his co-pilot, Jeff Skiles, of, uh, I think he's from Wisconsin, well, they have 
by that time, they have a lot of experienced hours in there. Sullenberg flew in, the, in Vietnam as a fighter pilot, and he was also a, a glider pilot as a hobby. That's flying around with no engines. Get that going for you. And uh, Skiles had been flying since his uh, teenage years. His mother and dad both were pilots, and he got his license at 16. And uh, he's probably about 10 years younger than uh, Mr. Sullenberger. But they focused in as, as they looked and saw them both doing their jobs that they could not get back to a airport. So Sullenberger said, we're going to put it in the Hudson River. Well, uh, you know, how things are, how they prepare themselves to do this stuff. I read where he had talked about that he used to think about what he'd do if a situation would happen over and over. For all that years of experience and firing those glider planes, he put that big old jet airliner and it was, I forgot the number of people that was on there. I think the whole thing is probably close to, close to 200 people in the plane. I might be messing up on that number should have looked it up but uh he did land it in the hudson and uh if you remember the pictures of people getting out on the wings and all as all of a sudden the city of new york just all came together with the ferry boats and all that kind of thing and picked them up but these guys focused on what they were supposed to do and later on they took a lot of heat from of course the higher ups and he should have made it to a uh, Airstrip. Well, he wasn't he wasn't high enough to get to an airstrip to glide. And anyway, that was his butt that was in the cockpit, not theirs. And the computers not helping him much. He was actually fighting against the computers uh, the way the, it was automatically trying to take over the plane. But anyway, you know, focus. I don't I don't care what it is. You just got to focus on what you got to get done on your task. We had a visitor one time in a coaching uh, when we fixed to start the season. And we got to hear Gene Stalin speak. He came in, and Gene Stalin's is a, a played at Texas A&M for Bear Bryant. Ended up eventually coaching at Texas A&M, and then down the road back in 1992, he's the head coach at University of Alabama. Won a national championship. He's from Paris, Texas. Very well thought of, of course, here. Was assistant for years with Tom Landry for the Dallas Cowboys. And he, I never know if he asked, he said, who's your secondary coach here? And our coach, Charlie White, raised his hand and he said, what's the main thing you teach? And of course, Charlie kind of posed, you know, what's the deal? He says, make sure they're focused. I mean, so that's enough for me. And hopefully your surgeon is focused and whatever. We all got to get focused. Sometimes we get distracted. But anyway, that's kind of the on that word. Got a little wit and wisdom while we're on the old coaches. There's one of the better coaches ever, Pat Summit, woman's coach. She's won more basketball games at the time than ever. Passed away a few years ago with dementia. Admit to and make yourself accountable for mistakes. How can you improve if you're never wrong? Woo! That's a biggie there. And I got one more, Rodali Lama. I think he played for 
Buddha or somebody. But here we go. What surprises me most is man, because he sacrifices his health in order to make money. Then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health. And then he is so anxious about the future that he doesn't enjoy the present. The result being he doesn't live in the present or the future. He lives as if he's never going to die. And then he dies having never really lived. Wow, words of wisdom from the DL. Well, let's see. Yesterday, we promised some restaurant stories from a seafood restaurant. My brother and I worked at together right on the beach in Destin, Florida, looking out on the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, My brother was my boss. We had a great time. He was the best boss I've ever had. Um, So he, he was the host manager. I started as a host and moved on to a server. But while he was in charge... Uh, we, we had to seat people and we tried, we had these two, two and a half hour waits and a family came in. It was a couple families. There's this man, he's got kids like hanging all over him. They're running around in all directions. And, uh, he told my brother, he's got a party of 12. Hobie said, sir, we can get you down faster if you'll split into two tables. And he goes, split up. And Kobe said, yes, sir. If you just want to. You know, give me a number, however many y'all y'all want to s- sit with. He goes, hey, that sounds great as long as it's 11 and 1. <laughs> Guys, so, loving that vacation. Yeah, and I think they had just arrived in town, which was pretty sad for that guy. So that's some trip. And then uh, we had all kinds of questions like, hey, y'all, y'all catch that filet mignon out there in the Gulf? And that was not a joke. The guy was serious. Um... <laughs> Keeping a straight face sometimes to those people is really hard to deal. And they asked if there were local dolphins out there. I said, no, they're just in town for the weekend, sir. And uh, one lady just walked up the ramp, looked out over that beach and said to my brother, well, is that the beach? And uh, he just, <laughs> I mean, he always had a response, though. He, he knew what to say, and, and I was the one that get to laughing at him, but I have to, I'd just turn around and act like I was going to look for a table. One of my favorite stories that happened to him, this couple came in. It was uh, for the rush hour real bad, got there. And uh, so we set them uh, right by, at a table. And she said, well, I want to be where I can see the beach. Well, you, everywhere in the restaurant, you can see the beach. But Kobe said to him, she said, oh, no, let's go over there. So they go. He sends them, takes them to another place. Well, no. Nah. Anyway, he goes to about three different spots. And they ended up eventually ending up at the first place that Kobe set them at. And the man with him said, son, I'm sorry about all this. He said, sir, that's all right. All I got to do is see her. You got to go home with her. So that kind of got to be a legend story down there. Yeah. But that's uh, pretty good. Another thing, the story of Morgan Freeman, the actor, came in there one time with his agent. And uh, they were told not to bother him. But old Kobe, that didn't bother him because he liked Morgan Freeman. So he got to talking with him. And he said, uh, hey, is Miss Daisy out in the parking lot? And after that, Set him down. They had a great little old conversation, and, and uh, anyway, he was kind of that way. But Casey would come home and tell some of those crazy stories about us tourists, you know. But that's uh, 
we got yelled at because the weather wasn't right. Sweet tea wasn't sweet enough. I mean, those of you that are still working restaurant and out there especially, I know it's rough and people aren't the best of tippers all the time. So be sure and tip your waitress, as my brother would always say. Um, so, yeah. The only mystery in life is why the kamikaze pilots wore helmets. I can't tell you much other than that. What's going on? Well, uh, it's game day today, right? Over there with the golfing lines. You know, they got that big team coming in there, that Sunnyvale. They got a lot of fans they bring in there. And I'll tell you what we need to do. We need to kind of not let all those fans in there. And I got I got an answer to that, how we can do that. How's that, Coach? Well... You know, it was still because this virus, I know you've heard about it, they're taking people's temperatures when they come in. Yeah, that's right. Well, I say you get the home team, you take the regular temperature away, you know, you put it around their forehead. But, you know, I think you need to let the visiting team know that we're going to be doing that rectally to them. Oh, Coach Morale, I don't know about that. Hey, I'll tell you what, Coach, you just wait and see if that won't help. Well, I got to go now. We'll see you down the road. You have a good weekend. Well, you got that. Make sure and get your sweetie something for Valentine. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that, coach. Oh. Well, can you stop by? Yeah, no kidding. Gets a lot of information from us. <laughs> hey, situation in Fort Worth yesterday. Our prayers need to go out to those people. Massive wreck. Um, the responders, first, second, third, fourth responders, it doesn't matter. Just be with those people you know they're they dealt with that along again this COVID's just an extra thing going on because they're fighting something all the time where there's people moving around things are going to happen uh, again don't get discouraged about things let's get through these next few days and then the weather will be heating back up and they can be some type of normal i mean they're even getting the great nuts back I was reading this morning that there's a great nut shortage because people are staying home too much getting midnight snacks or whatever, and they got a shortage of grape nuts. So uh, even there's instances on the internet, they were selling them for $100 a box. Boy, I tell you, I think I'd find another part of the grape beef before I'd start paying $100 a box. But anyway, that's about it that we've got. In case you got anything to add or subtract. Get to the game, root for your Lions or whoever your local team is, and have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Read Make It Count. Hold Your Breath, Breathe, available on Amazon or eBooks. Uh, it's cold out there, so stay warm and, and have a good read. Make it count. <laughs>